Hi friend, I'm Stephanie Weitrup and you're listening to Be Fearlessly Authentic. This is a podcast for all aspects of life, faith, and purpose, grounded in the hope of the word of life itself. We're going to get real because life is messy, but it's also really meaningful. I'm so glad you're along for the ride. Hey friends, I am so excited to be finally back with another podcast episode. Um, If you've been following my podcasts, you may know that I took a few weeks without recording or without publishing um, and just have been taking some time to figure out what my goal is with this podcast series and where to go from here, especially just thinking through 2020 as a whole and the series that I was working on just kind of started falling flat. I had a plan for it. I had all these new episodes about flipping the script on specific things. And every time I went to record, I just didn't really feel like it was what needed to be said. So I've been trying to be really sensitive to that. I've been trying to be really sensitive to that feeling and decided to just take a few weeks to really talk to God and figure out what it is that I need to be sharing as we wrap up 2020. I know that sounds crazy that we're wrapping up 2020, but we are. There's three months left. And I think that a lot of people are excited about that. Um, But sorry to be the one that's a reality check. Just because 2020 ends, doesn't mean that everything's going to be rainbows and butterflies and sunshine in 2021. So as I started reflecting on this year, and I want this to be a year that we remember God was there with us. One of the things that has been so revolutionary for me, specifically this year of 2020, is really inviting God into a conversation about who I am. What is my personality like? Yes, I'm talking about the Enneagram a lot. Um, What am I created to do? What are my gifts? Where has he placed me right now in this season? How can I use my gifts right now in this season? Where he's placed me? And what does that mean? What does that mean in the body of believers? What does that mean in my community, in my relationships, in my family, in my marriage? Um, and as I began to ask God where to go with this, he just brought me back to himself because that's really the foundation that I think we all could get back to. Really, I think that there's so much we do to try and understand ourselves, but often we leave God out of it. And I'm really passionate about identity. I think there's a uniqueness to each of us. In fact, I know there's a uniqueness to each of us. But we always have to come back to the fact that we are created Imago Dei in the image of God. And when we come back to that, we have to ask ourselves, what does that mean? Well, in order to understand the image of something, you need to understand the image bearer and who he is. So I started thinking, gosh, who is God? Everything that we have come through, everything we've talked about, um, everything we haven't talked about, everything we've fought about, um, all the pain, all the sorrow, all the fear, 
I have come to really lean into something that I think is exactly what God wants us to be focused on in the last three months of this year. And that is simply who God is and who we are in light of that. So I guess you could say we are flipping the script on 2020 because I want this to be a year that we look back on and see God's hand in every interaction, crying session, Twitter ranting, whatever it is. I got this poem book at the beginning of COVID because what better time than to sit down and read poems? It actually took like two months just to get to me because it's from Australia, but I had been waiting to buy this book. And it has been such a breath of fresh air. It's called The Moonflower Monologues by Tess Ginnery. I think that's how you say her name. As I started thinking through, all right, I know a lot about God, but who is he to me right now? Who is he to me in light of trying to figure out who I am? I found this poem inside this book, The Moonflower Monologues. It says, Limitless, the creator of creative creation. It's literally that simple. And I love the way, I mean, if you could see the actual poem and the way the words are aligned, it's so simple. One word per line. And just this idea that God is limitless. He could do anything in the world. And he chose to create human beings. He also chose to create a lot of other beautiful things. But I think as we start to dive into who we are, understanding our place in the world, everyone's talking about calling, purpose, who am I, who are you, who are we together in marriage, who are we together as friends, who are we together as boss employee. Um, There are so many of those questions out there. And I really think we need to turn our perspective and focus on our foundation because God is the ultimate creator and he created you. He created me. So I really feel this passion and heart to dig into who is God? What are the attributes of God? This is a season where we have felt completely out of control. And I just really feel God calling us to recenter on Christ. He is the strongest foundation we can put our hope in. He is the strongest place we can put our faith in. And if we really look at him, then everything else aligns where we understand so much more about ourselves. So as we round out this insane year of 2020, how are you going to recenter your life? Will you choose to recenter it on politics? Will you choose to recenter it on whether or not you're wearing a mask? Will you choose to recenter it on the food that you're eating or the amount of times you're exercising or the friends you're spending time with? Or, not that all of those are bad things, will you choose though to actually center your life on Christ and then respond to all of those things in the best way possible because Christ is your center and not any one of those things? So I really am excited about this because I continue, and we should all be continuing. There's no point where you stop um, learning about ourselves, learning about how we respond to crises, which we've learned a lot about this year, our families, our relationships, who we are in our careers, in our hobbies, 
and the way we react, we react to struggle or joy, excitement or change. And honestly, the way that we react to those things is all because of who God created us to be. So that's important. But again, the heart of that is it's really all because of who he is, because we're created in his image. I know that it's not maybe the warm, fuzzy feeling that you're hoping for as we head into the holiday seasons, but I really am excited about where this is going to go. I'm looking at who is God. We ask, what is truth? Well, God is truth. We ask, what does it look like to be faithful? Well, God is the most faithful person. So let's start there. Gosh, we're asking the question, what is love? Who is love? Well, God is. He is perfectly just because he is the most pure form of love. So we're talking about justice. We've got to get to the heart of God. God is creative, so we're creative. He's a protector, so we're protected. There are so many more things that, um, well, I don't really want to share all with you right now because I want you to tune in in the following weeks to hear. But God is right here, and he's saying, I see you, I understand your pain, and I'm not going anywhere. God is affirming that while our circumstances may not change, he won't either. And he will always be by our side. Maybe things won't physically change in your physical pain or illness. But your perspective and hope in God can to be more settled on who he is. I love this uh, line from a worship song. It's really just stirring in my heart as I consider what kind of life do I want to lead. It says, show me who you are and fill me with your heart. Lead me in your love to those around me. And then the bridge is, I will build my life upon your love. And this is kind of the premise of this new series. God is and you are. So with this in mind, we're just going to ask God to show us who he is, to fill us with his heart. And that means his heart for love, his heart for justice, his heart for peace, his heart that is grieved, his heart that is full of pain. This is so that God can be an outpouring of love to everyone around us. And my hope and prayer is that then you can build your life on his love. And everything else just flows naturally out of that, all because of who he is. But his heart that is so immensely present in everything that we experience And we're just asking him to lead us in his love to those around us. So this isn't just for you. This isn't just for me. As I end this very short podcast episode, as we head into a new series, I just want to say that I wish I could change your hard circumstances. I wish you didn't have to struggle through that. I want to end with just um, like I normally do, reading my blog post. This is what the new series is all about. I realized that while so many are focused on the trials in front of them, I want to remind you how important it is to be focused instead on God's promises within you. One of the things I have found 
extra fascinating in this season is personality tests. Yes, I'm a sucker for a good Enneagram meme, but I also have always loved the others like Myra Briggs, Disc, etc. This year for me, though, marked a year of digging deeper and understanding more about myself than I ever have before. I took the Enneagram, dove deep into understanding my type and others, and invited God into the process with me to ensure I was seeing myself from his perspective. This turned into some of the most enlightening moments with myself and with others as I processed why I was reacting or feeling the way that I was, what I could do differently to properly take care of myself, and so much more that is preparing me for the person God is calling me to be. The truth is, though, that sort of self-discovery doesn't start with personality tests. It starts with God. This new series will be reflecting on who God is and therefore who we are because of that. It's titled, He Is and You Are. Each week, we'll take a look at a characteristic of God and how we reflect that characteristic as image bearers of our creator. My greatest hope for you in this series is that you begin to see parts of yourself you maybe didn't see before, or you see them in a new light with fresh perspective and hope. While many will be mourning 2020 and staying in a state of somber sorrow with all that's gone wrong, I hope to flip 2020 on its head and see all that God has done despite the frustrations. Therefore, the next 10 weeks will be dedicated to remembering and reflecting on God's character so we can better see who he created us to be. Only then do I see true transformation of this wretched year possible. That wraps up today's episode, and I am just really looking forward to how we end this year. I'm looking forward to hearing who God has been for you in this season and realizing who we are in light of that. I hope that this series is something that really is what you need to hear and something that takes you even deeper in your relationship with Christ, but most importantly, changes your whole perspective of what this year has been and even what next year might hold no matter what we face. As always, if you liked what you heard or you're excited about this new series and you know someone who needs to hear it, please share this with a friend. Subscribe, leave a review, all of those things. Thank you.